0: Hi, this is Shiho. This show is read-out-loud version of a coronavirus update from The Washington Post. Today is November 24th. Here is the latest. New infections appear to finally be falling in the Dakotas, two of the worst-hit states in the country, according to data tracked by The Washington Post. But novel coronavirus is still spreading rapidly in most of the country and our graphics team reports that even after new infections peak nationally, death will likely keep rising for weeks. We know this because of the previous summer surge when death death peaked about 10 days after new cases and hospitalization started to fall. The United States is now averaging more than 1,500 deaths each day and with the national case count still climbing. The toll is expected to get much worse over the holidays. Those deaths do not fall equally across the country. The virus is killing Asian, Black, Hispanic, and Indigenous Americans at rates far higher than white people sometimes striking down multiple generations in the same family, and devastating communities of color. This week could make matters even worse. Our education desk warns of a mass pre thanksgiving exodus from college campuses nationwide that could spread the dangerous pathogen in hometowns across the country. Government officials and public health experts are making final pleas for Americans to stay home. You can't assume you don't have the virus, and you can't assume the people whose homes you are about to enter don't have the virus at this point in our pandemic. Tom Inglesby, the director of the Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security, said on Fox News Sunday, the virus vaccine development programs have become the one reliable source of hopeful news. AstraZeneca on Monday became the third pharmaceutical company to announce that its experimental vaccine is close to 90% effective. But even if Food and Drugs Administration ends up approving multiple vaccines, getting them into millions of Americans' arms will be a massive and massively complex undertaking. The vaccines need to be distributed across 50 states, plus U.S. territories that have different demographics and shifting needs, the Post reported. The two leading products must be stored at different temperatures and have different minimum orders, with each requiring two doses but at different intervals. Already there are complications. A union representing UPS pilots who are preparing to deliver vaccines said dozens of its members have recently fallen ill with COVID-19. And the International Air Transport Association warned that many flight routes between cities have been served since the pandemic struck. Watch infectious disease expert Anthony S thoughts on the vaccine, Thanksgiving travel, and more in an interview with the post earlier this afternoon. Other important news. Many small clinics and doctor's offices across the United States are unable to compete with larger organizations in the hunt for scare protective gear. The FDA on Saturday authorized Regeneron's experiment experimental antibody treatment which was used to treat President Trump when he was ill with COVID-19. Chinese President Xi Jinping and other leaders from the Group of 20 Nations urged global cooperation to ensure poorer nations have access to vaccines during their virtual conference this weekend. Trump made no commitments. Trump's son, Trump, Trump, Donald Trump Jr. tested positive for the coronavirus, a spokesperson revealed on Friday night. Your questions answered Does having a beard increase one's chance of c- contracting the coronavirus? I can think of two possibilities. Number one, a mask doesn't f- fit as securely on the face, and number two, coronavirus could hide in the beard. Stephen in Georgia. A beard could make a mask less effective, but there's no research that shows bears themselves put you or others at higher risk for catching the virus. But beard bad beard hygiene can make your chin a breeding ground for pathogens, particularly if you are sick. There is pre-pandemic research about this, particularly as it re- relates to healthcare professionals like surgeons who wear masks to prevent spreading illness to their patients. That areas of research has not extended to the general public amid the coronavirus pandemic yet. There is no evidence that having a beard per se makes you more or less vulnerable to the coronavirus. Amesh Adalja, an infectious disease specialist at Johns Hopkins Hopkins University told NPR in the spring. That said, a beard could make a mask less effective, he said. Of course, it depends on how bushy bushy the beard is. Do you have long stubble or a full beard? Maybe you are walking to extended go- goatee or mut- mutton chops. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention actually has an inf- infographic that addresses no fear than fewer than 36%, uh, 36 different types of facial hairstyles and whether or not they are N95 mask-friendly. The masks we wear... Uh, we wear to stop the spread of the coronavirus are a little different, of course. N95 masks worn by healthcare workers are meant to have a close fit around the edges. Most of us are wearing simple clothes masks that don't have a tight fit. The point of the clothes mask is to prevent respiratory droplets from being expelled over long distances when you speak, cough, or sneeze. The final aspect of this question to consider is whether having a beard leads you to touch your face more often with unwashed hands. That's something the CDC and other health experts have said we should avoid. Today's top reads. Find more stories, analysis, and eds about the outbreak on our coronavirus page including Opinion Many Americans to Take a Coronavirus Vaccine TSA records its busiest travel weekend since March. D.C. adds tougher coronavirus restrictions as infection rates continue to rise. Panic grips Shanghai airport after employee, employees are sealed in for coronavirus testing. Birthday lunch left 15 Texas relative battling COVID-19. Please don't be like my family. As coronavirus cases rise, school leaders once again confront tough choices. A major Trump donors company got a 3% government-backed pandemic loan. It sells title loans at a 350% annual rate. Coronavirus vaccines are coming. Who should get them first? We think you will like this newsletter. This show is brought to you by The Washington Post. Thank you for listening.